Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. everybody it's larita here from thlpod.com how are you i'm coming to you live from a bedroom here in north mayo and it probably sounds a bit weird i have to be honest it it seems a bit weird sitting on the bed here talking to you but i just wanted to let you know that we're not back recording just yet but we've got some great audio lined up um that we've been doing for the last couple of months we just haven't had a chance to bring it to you yet so we hope you enjoy it we used to do it back in the day on the radio show and we talk about our favourite stretch of road. Oh, yeah. And I was oh, yeah. only, I don't know, when I'm in my dreams, I'd be dreaming of different roads and bits and pieces. I don't know where my dreams take I me. I dream of roads that I'd be driving. Ah. In me mind, I'm driving. La, la, la. In the car during the afternoon. <laughs> far, far away. What's that song? True like the curtains, that's a karaoke style. I dream was certain, certain. Every dream, dream, but a touch of light, a start of blight. Wow. The colors flying in the darkness. I am left alone. Oh no. <laughs> May I return? May, May I return to the beginning? Nala. To see your ceiling. Nala. For what it means to me. Tell us about the, your, your dream roads. Uh, there's a road when you travel to Portumna. And before you get to it, when you come over, oh, yeah. you go halfway from Loch Ray and you take that turn off and then you go yes, on for you about turn, you turn right, right. You turn right down the skinny road. Yes. And then there's a, a bit of bog road. There's yes. a few bumps in the road. Yeah. And then you go by a widening of the road. Yes. But then as you come up, there's a sort of a an S-bend of forest and sort of a high yeah. S-bend. But it's not proper forest. It's yes, yes, quilching. yes, yes. Death you know forest. the bit. You go up on the left-hand side yes. and I always track. I track my car to hit the grooves of it. And then oh. up over the thing and then down and I know the Cannings, Joe Cannings place around that ah. area. But it's about, it's about a kilometre of sweeping. Do you know when you're driving on a lovely bit of road, you're on shitty road next minute, and you're on nice tarmac. Well, there's a sweeping S-bend that brings my car like this and it's open. You can see it. I fucking like it. I had the charlatans playing there one time. Oh, yeah. Uh, on, really loud. Mm. And I said, that's a lovely stretch of road. Is there any stretch known of from now on as the Charlton stretch? Is there any stretch of road when you're driving that car that you say you know it? I have a fucking I have something to say about roads. Go on. There's less. No, I'll tell you something now. And I, I'd. Uh... This is. Yeah, it's fucking serious. This. Serious. Okay. As and 
no explanation for it or no fucking change to it since I can remember being on the road. You're leaving that loan from Kilmartin Service Station. Hang on now. You're leaving that loan from yeah. Kilmartin from Service. From the old petrol station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kilmartin, Kilmartin, they're yeah, fine. And fine. the roundabout to the right. Yeah, roundabout. And you go the old road to Moat. Yeah, take a right. Mm-hmm. To the the third old road third exit. Third road. The old One, road two, to Moat. Probably fourth exit. And you're driving down there. And before long, then there's the turn off to Burr and Furban. Good, yeah. good luck to you. If that's yeah. where you're going, good luck to you. And about there's a big garage and on the right hand side they, they sell Volkswagen and Audis or Audis or, oh, yeah. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Final stretch of road. And for as long as I can fucking remember there's the cunt of a caravan parked up on the fucking hard shoulder on the right hand side. Yes. Beside houses a cunt of a fucking dilapid you wouldn't see it on Father Ted and Graham Norton singing this in the sea. 30 years. 35 fucking years that cunt of a caravan is there there isn't a for right. sale sign on it You're or right. nothing. You're right. Does anybody have any information of what that fucking caravan is doing there and why it hasn't been why, it's, why, it's, why is it there like? And it's on the road. It's like. on the hard shoulder on the right hand side as you're Must driving to Moors. There's no one in it. There's no one squatting in it. It's just there. Why didn't the council take it away? I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, we might get some information about that. And you know what? That. A, isn't that a nice stretch just after? That's a lovely old stretch of road. There's a beautiful stretch of road coming out of Tyrrell's Pass. By J- I told you this before I seen boys fucking riding down the Dublin boys on their motor bikes right. with their fucking tops off standing up on the bike and another fella driving at him standing up behind wow. like Kevin Costner on Dancing with Wolves. <laughs> I told you that. Yeah. What the fuck is that caravan doing outside that lawn? So anonymous tip. And yeah, right. I haven't been on that old road in a long, long time. It's a beautiful road to drive. Larita, is there any roads around Mayo? I'm thinking of coming out of Westport, heading for Ballina. Is that uh, I'm coming out of Westport? Where Where's a nice stretch of road where you can really open it up? Good tarmac, and you can have lovely. It's like coming into Ballandine. There's a big old, yeah, that's a good old. There's road a big there. old house in on the left hand side. It looks like a mental hospital, but it was like an old place. It, to me, it looks like a massive Georgian house way off in the distance. I you tell you, see it? there's a there's a slow road. I love. There's a road that you can't fucking drive fast on, no matter how powerful the base of a yeah. fucking car you have, and that's the road from Slane to. R.D. Oh yeah, down the hill of Colin. Down the hill. Just Do you ever go down the hill of Beyond, Colin? have you ever heard of a poet called Francis Ledwich? He was in status quo yeah. for a few yeah. years. And then he started writing poetry on the side. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Whatever you want. <laughs> that was a poem. That was, his po- no, that was a poem in me. <laughs> that was a, that was a poem in me in the 18th century. Whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you like. Whatever you say. You say your money. Whatever. You say, give me your wife. Yeah. That was a poem. Did you, did you, did you see him in Live Aid? Francis Ledwich. 12 o'clock in the morning rocking all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> and all the Africans going well, hey, no, we- I love the world <laughs> and I like it 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 daily crime la 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 but that that road forces you to slow down the the trees are so old and thick and wide yeah, and right. round and majestic the fields are so lush you drive and you come down to the bottom of the hill, you, you drive past the site where the Battle of the Boyne was. Right. It's, but you can't drive fast enough. The road will never let you open her up. The road is, is fucking... she nice time? She's holding you. She's holding you. Is she narrow the, like... Is she's that narrow. The road is like a big hipped woman just <laughs> leaning her weight from one side of her pelvis to the other going, drive up there now. Drive up. There now, slow down like the rabbit from the Cadbury's caramelad. <laughs> Why don't you slow down and take it easy, posty? And he <laughs> ejaculating all over the couch. <laughs> Big hips on her just. Go what slow about Tommy? Down. Can you paint? What have you ever heard of the Hill of Colin? 
No. Well, I'm telling you someday, please God, in this podcast, that we may bring you to the area he's talking about, which Beautiful. is majestic. Arc- it's ancient why lands. You, why? Why? The hill of Colin. But why is it like if it's a hill? Like there's no, hills no, everywhere. No, so no, why is it all Colin? When you're like, coming into Colin, I'll fucking stick this knife in your neck. <laughs> 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 we have a million hills, mate. No, we see you, you no, know you're hills, coming you're along. Flatlands. You're coming along, right? And all yeah. of a sudden, you see the sign for Colin. You come to the it's top. Colin a place? You come to the top of the hill. Is that C-O-L-L-E-N? And then the car peeps. It's no. over the top. The it's, car, like, it's like the part of your body. C-O-L-L-O-N. The part, oh, yes. You I've look, seen a sign for that. And then you look down. And when you're driving, the whole car Push goes for. right down at a 90 degree angle. And for about two kilometres, you are going down as if you're going down into the depths of the Is earth. it like the corkscrew? driving between God's Your ears ties. are popping and everything. And then yeah. finally, you're at the bottom of the hill. And then you have to drive a little bit. And then up the hill into Colin. Yeah. Up the hill. It's, it's spectacular. So it's, your ears pop when you go up a hill in Meath. Well, this is one of the biggest hills in the country. Your brain's going to pop now in a fucking second if there's less than this stuff. There's hills all over Mayo. You're like, mocking so. the, hill yeah, the hills of in Mayo. Oh, they're bare. They're poor. Oh, the they're green kinda, and red. And yeah, yeah. Oh, there's nothing like, on them. Where just, I'm from is 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 called Canuck Moors. So it's a big hill. That's right. I, I would say. Easily, we didn't call it easily. Like, you go down three time zones into the hill of Colin, and then you come out. It'd be a different time of the day. It is that depth of a hill. You drive down there to be Aboriginal <coughs> hills. Some people can. <laughs> some people are not able to drive it. Some people really get. You get nervous because you go, oh, 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 well, the car. What? Oh, yeah. And you have to take a deep and breath. A and mask down. drops down from the top of the car. So you can cope. <laughs> You can cope with the death. You fucking knock the hill of Colin. Yeah. yeah I'll put so you we'll have to go there someday. We'll put you at the top of it. <laughs> yeah, won't but do people cycle down it? You can. If they want to kill themselves. They and it, it takes Three weeks <laughs> it takes you to come up the other side on a mountain bike. Yeah. Three weeks. Yeah. And you can't come up on a race. So you have to There's come a campsite below oh, at the yeah, bottom. Couldn't. Sure, the, sure the, the, when the Tour of the France was in Ireland, they said no. It was too, it was too big. <laughs> you knock the hill of Colin. We'll get pictures, visual pictures to show you. Gravity. Oh. That's what you get for having big fields. You but see. that's a lovely stretch of road, the hill of Colin. Right. I think you what get about it. the corkscrew? That's a bit annoying, I though, know, isn't it? In uh, County Clare. Yeah, you have to keep but it's it's going you, on for long. You get vibes in particular parts of the country, and you get holy vibes and sacred vibes and bleak vibes. And sometimes you'd be in a place and you'd be wondering why you're feeling sad and it's not you at all. It's the place that you're in. Like I, There are parts of the country where I drive through and I go, why am I feeling so fucking ragged and uh, bleak? And it's, it's, the, it's the part of the world. I think, I think the countryside holds memories, mm. you know, and it, it, the countryside offers you different feelings. Mm. And there are parts of Meath, God be good to the people of Meath, like there are parts of Meath that are just lush, they're just it's a, hard to put your finger on what it's it just is. deep grass like. it's like when you come to Mayo there's freedom there mm, you know and yeah, you're driving out to my, Belmullet my, yeah, and you're migration, like oh, yeah, migration. yeah that's like being released into the fucking desert though. Go on, you're wandering around the sand dunes I'm free but there's fuck all here like <laughs> Do you ever see one of those Robin Hood movies or Sherwood Forest or yeah. those King Arthur days? Like the mead just just oozes fucking fucking oldness and castles and yeah, it's beautiful. It's spectacular. It's something there. And it's not, it doesn't mean the people from me are better or the people from Mayo are worse. But you have to acknowledge there are parts of the country that you go in they give you they give you a particular feeling. There's a particular feeling people get standing in the highlands in Donegal. Yeah. There's a feeling like there's a feeling you get down on the Dingle Peninsula. There's a feeling you get on, in a seer. Yeah. And there's a feeling you get in Athlone. Yeah, Athlone yeah. is fucking the colour of the light in Athlone is it's extra blue on a fine day because of all the moisture in the air from the lake and the broad majestic Shannon. You know, there's different feelings. There's a feeling you get in Mayo. 
good feelings in places, but there's no, bleak, there are some spectacular places. There's bleak feelings too in parts of me. But I, I find that know. with Donegal, like for me, South Donegal is lovely, and it's up when you go up to North Donegal. I feel like maybe it's just because it's like an extension of Mayo, parts of Mayo. You know, you're just driving through this real bleak, bleak area. Raw, yeah. But mm. if you mm. when that bleakness is is married to fucking mountainside wildness, yeah. I mean, it stops being bleak and it starts to become invigorating, doesn't it? Yeah, it's kind yeah. Of like, wow. yeah, when you see the beauty and bleakness. Yeah. It's fucking, it's stunning, you know? So my name is kind of a bit unusual being Loretta. I know it's, you know it, and, but like people yeah. can't pronounce it, they just call me Loretta. And it's a pure Irish thing, you know, they just, they've never heard the name Loretta before, so they just bash off another name that sounds familiar and, That'll do you, you know. It's like I have a friend called Eva. I was with her the other day and somebody said, how are you, Eva? And you're like, you know, is yeah. that right? But anyway, big news. You're going to change your name. Big no, news. Got a phone call the other day from Audrey. Hello, hello Audrey. Well, hello. <laughs> That's what she said to me. What does she think of the adulation, the adulation now that she's getting on this She's party? loving it, yeah, she's loving yeah. it, yeah. She's there's no, no such thing as adulation. But That's she likes it anyway. <laughs> she thinks it's good, the, adu- the adulation. The adulation is adulation, yeah. yeah uh, but so her father owns a lot of show jumping horses. Mm. They're a show jumping family. Yes. And he rang her the other day and he's got a new horse and guess what the horse's name is going to be? Larita. Yes. Really? I am going to have a horse Named after me. Wow. Yeah. And are you flattered by that? Yeah, I'm so excited about it because he said this horse is going to be big, 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 big. And Top she's really jumper. feisty and she's like, so he said, she, he reminded, she reminded him of me. So he called the horse after me and he says the horse is going to be going to the Olympics. The horse is going to be massive. So the big thing is, the only thing in the contract is that I'm allowed to go to all social events where the horse is going to be racing yeah. or jumping. Isn't that really good? Have you ever had a horse called after you? Tell me. Horse Lorita. Are you you allowed to give horses just a name like that? Well, you could, yeah. I've never heard of a horse called Frank or Alan or Mary. But that's because everyone's got those names. But why? So could you just call a horse Lorita? Yeah. Yeah, That's a lovely horse. A a fine Lorita. A fine filly. And and competitor contestant number two. And the puissance here is riding John Flaherty. You can't, you can't. Here comes Captain Conpower. He's riding Lorita. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. I love it. Yeah, she right. And Lorita here, a five-year, five-year-old filly, filly, filly out of, of Bay Chaparral. <laughs> and yeah. And next into the ring is Lorita. <laughs> Lorita. By Alex no. Duffy for <laughs> Ireland. And this is it. I don't think I don't think you're allowed to just give a horse a you woman's can. name. You can, you, you can. can. You can give a horse anything. It has to be. Uh, but my name isn't what, the same what you as want? everyone else. Kerry Gold Buttercups. It yeah. is son of Drum Shambo or Evening Sunrise no. or no. Petals on Me Forehead. You're or, just jealous because nobody's called a horse Lerita. Tommy Tiernan. <laughs> Will be a bad old name in furnace. And but here comes the Ruby Walsh. He's riding Tommy Tiernan <laughs> on the outside lane. And it's Tommy Tiernan on the outside. Yeah, so it's brilliant. I'm very excited about it. I'll keep you updated on the progress of Lorita. And uh, I'm just glad that there's a, there's two of us in the well world done. now. Well done. It's nice to um, have Can I ask you about your name? Whose idea was your name? My name is two names put together. Laura and Rita. No, Laura and Ita. Laura and Ita. Lorita, because yeah, but my you, yeah, you could get you could get Rita there as well. Yes, but I'm telling you, you asked me where my name provides. Lorita. It means little Laura in Spanish, so a lot of people think my name is oh, Spanish. Oh, the Lord! 
Yeah, yeah. Oye, Laurita, que eres muy and guapa. Then, and Hola, then Laurita. Yeah. Now, now we're seeing it. You could be outside a nightclub in Torremolinas with Audrey at three yeah. in the morning. Hola, Laurita. ¿Dónde está Audrey? Audrey está aquí. Yeah. Ven a mi oficina. <laughs> Absolutely. And does that translate into step into, into my, my office? office. Um, so whose idea was your name? Laurita. Well, the, we had, there was this nun in the family called Ita, Sister Ita. I think years back and they wanted they maybe had designs on me that I would be possibly a nun which failed miserably sorry hang on they, they, they thought you might be a nun uh, the minute you were born yeah because there's nuns in our family okay there's a long, long there's a long str- line of long nuns. Stra- a strong line of nuns and priests in our house oh wow. yeah yeah so you know in the next generation enter yeah. Lorita sister Rita but then they put Laura to Laura in front of it and then they just come How would that be a thing they do much in Mayo like get one name and just stick it on to the end of another one uh, <laughs> I don't know Have you? do you know anyone else called a uh, name that's no, well like you've got Rose Mary Rosemary Yeah I'm putting <laughs> an awful lot of thought into it who, who, <laughs> uh, who do you look like? Who do I look like? Yeah Um, I don't know like my Like which bits of, of you now would be similar to A nun No to bits of, of people in your family <laughs> I'd look like my I look like my older sister. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. And then I look like my mother. Wow. What, what, what bits of you look like your mother? Uh, my face, maybe. Your face, maybe. Yeah. And what bits? Like, is your eyes, your nose, your chin, your forehead, maybe your cheeks? Maybe my nose and my you, eyes. Your nose. You've your mother's nose and your eyes. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. But people must have said you're growing up. Oh, you're especially the mother. Yeah. Uh, they kind. All right. Your know sisters. Why. As what is what have you got? The same eyes and nose bridge. Me and my sister look very like. I have a problem with it because she's eight years older than me, and people say, "Oh, you're just like twins." Yes, mm-hmm. thankful. But I want to get physical with you now. Oh, which, so physical. Which, which bits? Which bits? I did. Is there bits you look like your dad? Yeah, probably. Where? Actually, do you know what? I have the same colour eyes as my father. There you so go. me and my father have brown eyes. Yes. And then the rest, nobody else in the family has that. Wow. And would you have the same forehead now as people in your family? I'd have the same forehead. As my father, what, what yeah, would the same, same colour eyes and same forehead, and talk about say the sh- shape of your feet. They would be, would be now. I get them from my father's side as well. Your father's now. Yeah. So there's a bigger probably. The How more, would you describe my your feet? mother? Had a size seven foot, and I have a size five foot. So yes. I wouldn't take. Wouldn't say You're I'm taking them from tiny her. Tiny dancer. Yeah. But you, and does your father have big feet? Well, size eight or nine, like oh, a man, the, just a general man's so size. Tidy feet. enough for a man eight or nine. Yeah, just normal size. Yeah, yeah. Right, wow. <laughs> Wait, who do you look like? I would have my mother's nose. Just her nose? Yeah, and I would have the same uh, kind of... Uh, I've, uh, with the beard now the way it is and the, the bald head, I do look an awful lot like my father. Why, oh, is there's your father an, bald? Yeah, there's, there's an awful bang at Kevin Tiernan off me. beard. Apparently if bit. your father's bald, then you're going to be bald as a young man. Are you not fully no, not, bald, not, not factually, not factually. Yes, no. factually. No, because sometimes... Later on when they get older. No, because sometimes you get the, you're like out of four sons and I would say one of them definitely won't go bald. Definitely won't. One just, of them only. Yeah, you can just tell by the... the Small the, percentage the, the type them. of their hair. Right. But I, I would have my mother's nose and I'd have my mother's chin... And I'd have my father's. Do you see when? I, do you see when I do that? With your eyes. Yeah, when I when I kind squint. of when I squint in kind of suspicion. You'd look like your father. Uh, oh, my father was always doing that. My father would be sitting at the dinner table, and suspicious some, someone would say something, and he just fucking squint over at you. What the fuck are you talking about? But suspicious I'm, I'm of you. I'm an awful look like my father. 
I You'd look, look mostly like your father. Yeah, you, Hector. Who do you? you well, do, I'm looking you, at you, and you've glasses on all the time during the podcast. And then when I see you sat there tonight, you've no glasses. Yeah, why? On. So is I that? don't fucking know and whether you should be wearing them, him, Hector. And they look like something from 1977. Parkinson, fucking Dave, fucking He's Alan. Not, why do you not wear them on the fucking show? Because you can't wear glasses on the television. Take them off till I see. So your you can't eyes. even see who you're. Take interviewing. your mouth on the. Pod- and you've got an earring as well. I didn't know you had an earring. He's the earring in since he was six. I got that done when I was fucking 1988. It's bet into him like an old bit of. A little bit of wire. Yeah. You've seen it. He probably made look it himself. Look, look now, he's cry- look at the eyes. He's cross-eyed now. Look at the eyes. I was after, I was after seeing Bow Wow Wow on top of the pops. Go wild, go wild, go wild in the country. And I got my ears pierced. Um, but who do you look like? You, the, you, the, I, think of, I think of my mother's colourings and my mother's my mother's expressions. My mother, it's more the lark inside, the tomb side than my father. My brother's. Freddie and Mark would have all me fathers. Dark hair. Dark hair, good looking, good looking. I'm the only redhead in the village in my house. <laughs> and, and and they have all the darkness. They have all the, the sallow skin and I have the freckles and then the, the, the I have the Galway in me. You're they, pure Trina. I'm Trina. I've her no, I yeah, I have her her nose, thin nose. Fingers, I, whose fingers do you have? Fingers. Uh, <laughs> I think I have four fingers. I'm only size seven. I'm seven and a half, but I pushed myself to a 42. Yeah. I was 37 years of age. I ordered me for size eights. So who's... who? who I'm size who, seven and foot. Who else had Size seven feet? and a half. And then I grew a little bit more when I was 33, 34. <laughs> and who, who else did your feet families? grow? How could your feet grow when you're 37? Just I got a growth spurt when I was 32. And uh, I have size eight now, 42, 42. And my eldest boy. Who else in your family has? We've all small feet in my family. Daddy has small feet? Dad, Mickey Hogan had small feet. Did he? My wife is size four, four, four and a half, midget feet. She's got the, she can go to Elvery's and buy off the kids sections. It's great. (laughs) I got you, I got you a lovely pair of runners, look. Yeah, size fours. Uh Uh-huh, six months. <laughs> Twelve euro for <laughs> Twelve euro for a pair run or Adidas run. Yeah, size four. They're a bit tight. Oh yeah. Do all your wife's shoes have straps? <laughs> Velcro. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember bringing your children in to get the first ever shoes they buy? Oh no! Look at them. They go into the special shoe shop, and your your one is putting her feet in the thing. You put the feet in. Oh, he's a big boy now. Look at that. Yeah. And then as they get older, they. My sister boy. had to wear special shoes. Did you ever have to wear them? We didn't. But special shoes. Oh, you Oh, growing up in the 80s like she'd she be in bent feet yeah she'd the fallen arches do you remember them oh, that was, that was a good show I just love that <laughs> and she used to have to get those awful oh my god we used to take awful piss out of her like she used to have to get the big black shoes with the big hard soles and the big ar- <laughs> inbuilt arches in them and like she used to have to wear they look like you know like the tap dancing shoes yeah they kind of yeah. look like that and like a strap over the white oh, sock full, and like honestly it was like medicated shoes like if, if you could get shoes like you think you used to get them on the social on the medical card like she had yes. to get shoes on that imagine how awful we used to absolutely and then there was um sure if this can be included but there was a special bus a special school bus that used to come and collect a neighbour of ours yeah and every morning when the bus would be we'd wait so just to be sure there was was, was nothing wrong with the bus no the bus was fine it was called a special bus but we know the way yeah yeah so it would go St. Dalton's school for special people was down the road from us yeah and we'd we'd, we'd see uh, 
We'd see the kids, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, bus, yeah. wasn't a great name for it. Like, But anyway, he used to come out past our house in the morning just before our bus come. And every single morning, my brother would be like, Katrina, your bus is here. And she'd go running out of <laughs> the bus with the shoes on her. Like the poor thing. Got the just, just God love her every time. Every time. I'm drinking too much tea, nice, by quite. the way. I fucking, I'm drinking tea. I swear to God, I really think I have a problem with fucking tea at the house. What do you mean? What do you like about tea? What I, do you mean a problem with I tea? I fucking tea. drink like non-alcoholic Since lager. all of this shite started, I'd say I've had about 15,000 cups of tea. I'll have a tea then, have me porridge, and then I'll have a tea at 11. And then I'll go out and I'll take it. If it's anywhere decent, I'll bring me tea out the back and I'll just stand out in the garden and I'll drink me tea. What do you like? What do you like about tea? Oh, I love tea. I like tea. Tea's a oh, good, tea's Jesus. The boys came with a JCB from me patio. Remember us can going? Yes. Yeah. I'll tell you where we are now. We're after putting in the 804. What's that? I've got four and a half tonne of 804, which is builder's fill. I had a big high note coming in around the house, beeping, beep, beep, nearly hitting the soffit in the face. What's that stuff you said? 804. What is this? It's like builders, cement? It's builder's fill. It's the stuff you put down on, uh, uh, under the plateau. Yes, it's ah. the fill. It's it's you have to put Scree, down screed. Is that another screed and builders fill? I mean, you're going back it up there, Pat. Pat. When you ring uh, up a place, you go, me. how are you, Hector? Cash Quarry's here. What are you looking for? Give me four ton of eight oh four. That's isn't how that, would you know to go order yeah. four? Because I'm a construction man, Tommy. I'm being into me Kangon. I'm laying waving pipes Do now. you have a high vis jacket? Absolutely. And it, would you have a hard hat? Absolutely. No, no, but I have the big old bobble hat over it and I drink tea at the windowsill at the house looking at the bit of work that's going on and it's raining and I'm there going I'm out in this I'd love to get into construction would you? I'd get a couple of lads working oh, me putting in retaining so walls and there's no there's, there's we could build an, how's the extension on the hospice going? It's, how do you mean? It's, is the roof on it? Actual building of it. We're not putting an extension Don't on. We're building it. Okay. Like, well, if start. you myself and Hector, the roof is on. Okay. Right. If you want, myself and Hector can get it's uh, uh, up H- to Roscommon. HT HT Construction Industries. Yes. We could go up and um, right. whatever whatever price you've been quoted. Yes. We'd do it for that. Exact what do you? Amount. What would your stronghold? Your what would you bring to the table? What would the tea side of it bring? Like, what could you do? Tommy's I have an amazing sense of... Plastering or... Ah, no, nothing practical like that. I'd be more about uh, talking. You'd be like the consultant on the job. I'd be there for chats. And what would you be doing, Hector? I'd be on the ground. He'd be back at the office and he'd arrive... I wouldn't be in the office. I'd be I'd be just getting... A wearing a hard hat. You'd yeah, wear no, a hard, don't wear hard Tommy'd arrive wear... in the Seven Series and he'd pull no, up on, on site. No, no, I wouldn't. I'd arrive on a motorbike in full head-to-toe tweed. <laughs> <laughs> With the high-vis jacket. The high-vis jacket. And uh, I hate fuckers wearing high-vis jackets during the day. Who are these aegis that walking <laughs> the fucking roads? Because you don't, we live no. in a country that doesn't have pavements and the weather changes rapidly. Yeah, it doesn't, you it don't need to put the high-vis Yeah, but on. it doesn't get fucking dark in the space of a minute. It could if it starts raining. Yeah, but you, no, he has a point. Why do you put a high-vis jacket because on when you're walking down a country road? Are you trying to get people to thro- drive a bit slow? I have a high-vis jacket on, I'm in charge. It's not even country roads. You fuckers wearing them on the prom. Well, High vis jacket. Well, that's. Different. I do feel like baiting them. But that's Galway for you. No, but you see, we all over the country. These fools in fucking high vis jackets. They're not sacred anymore. A high vis back in the eighties. A high vis meant you worked on a fucking site. Yeah. You had to leave school at eleven, and, and work with the county council for about twenty five years before you were entitled to wear a high vis jacket. <laughs> Fucking lads, they'd stand lads. there looking at deep holes down the main street. They were the boys that looked at. It. They owned. They were high vis. Let other let, let other fuckers go to college and get qualifications, right? But uh, you spent your time holding shovels, looking into ground, drinking, 
farting your way through your 20s and your 30s <laughs> and at the age of 41 you get the high-vis jacket. Now every fucking housewife and tool with a fucking small dog is out wearing them. They should be taken to a handball alley in fucking Ballina and decapitated and put it fucking online next to the ISIS boys. This is what we do. <laughs> The country to be wearing high-vis jackets when they're not entitled to and just <laughs> fucking got, stab them. Got, they, I'll tell you hey. what, Tommy, I've observed this week you're becoming quite violent from watching all this. Um, See? What about the people, what about the lads that always stand there? You're driving along and there's a tripod. Oh. There's a tripod standing there with a young lad behind the tripod looking at the measurements of the road. That is called a theodolite. And I know that because... What? It's called Ooh. a... Th- because in the uh, winter of 91-92, I went to Barcelona and I worked on the Olympic Village as a, uh, as a builder. I spent... <laughs> uh, uh, excuse me. I built... Lorita, why are you, why are you sneering? <laughs> now, this is, the, this is, this is last you week. You did get not Trump. do that. The yes, sneer I again. I what? said it during the week. What? What? Your sound, but you're a bit of a sneer. For the first few weeks, I worked with the surveyor and right. He was working on one of the great stadiums. Did you no, wear a high vis? No, it was, this was the Olympic Village I was working. Were oh, yeah. you wearing a high vis? No, I wasn't wearing a high vis. Not in thirty-five degrees heat in Catalonia. Yeah. You don't wear a high vis in Catalonia. Whoa. Twelve-hour shifts, eight in the morning to late in the evening, and it was always you'd be uh, the, fi- the the way your heart would sink going in at half seven in the morning, watching the boys coming off the twelve-hour shift from eight till eight yeah. overnight, and you knew another twelve hours ahead of you. And we worked hard and we built the Olympic what Village. What did you do? First few weeks I was working with the surveyor with the theodolite. Mm. So that's what that little machine is called. And you'd have what to is be, it doing, Tom? I have no idea. But my job was to hold a pencil and to mark the wall. That was my job for the first few weeks. Yes. So he'd yes. be looking at it up, down, left, and I'd mark the wall. And then I spent about six weeks just carrying blocks. Mm. Carrying, carrying two big fucking blocks on your shoulder. Four up, inch breeze blocks. Up a fucking rickety ladder. Oh, I didn't think you would ever have been able to be cut out for oh, any hard labour. Oh, no, I did that, yeah, I did I that. Tommy laboured for about five years after he left school. Five years labouring and built everything built. He was in London first, weren't you? And then we you did, the ex- did London, did six years in London. We built the fucking Taj Mahal. We built the fucking... <laughs> that's a chipper in yeah. uh, That's an Indian in, in, uh, in, in Kentish Town, yeah. <laughs> you built that. Worked hard, worked hard on me fucking late. So you have a problem now with people wearing high vis anyway. And they're not so entitled we... to them. Right. You wouldn't see some fucking, you wouldn't see them out wearing stethoscopes, would you? <laughs> No. Because they're not fucking entitled to. No, that's no? true. No? You know what I mean? You respect a high vis. Or with a fucking spirit level. You wouldn't see them about fucking walking the problem holding the spirit level to make sure that their fucking, their hips are aligned. What would, would you, you think they should wear instead then to keep visible? Whatever that doesn't, wear something that doesn't bring themselves a flashlight. To, to my attention. Marita, when a, high a no, when a high no truck 87G oh, yeah. 5642 comes in at the back of my house. 87G, that wasn't fucking built yesterday. Uh, and a, a workhorse. When that comes in around the side of your house and there's no space, there's only a millimetre between that and the, and the fascia and the soffit. When yeah. that unloads four tonne of 804 and he hops out of the cabin, he's a man that's entitled to wear a high vis because yeah. he's binging stones. He can't read, he can't write, he has, puts an X for his name, but that's the price he's you pay. He's a stone man. <laughs> And when he goes, doo, 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 the whole thing goes up. It's a powerful hydraulic yoke and the 804 comes out. Four tonne. Have you ever seen four tonne coming out in one load? Massive. My wife has. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, I, I, and I can tell you one thing. I can tell you fucking one thing. There was no fucking, there was no high-vis jacket on that night either. 
So tell us about your love of tea, Hector. That's I'm all. fucking yeah. gone yeah. mad on tea then about one o'clock I get But there's the nothing in tea. It's like hot, no, it's like hot water. two bags, two strong lines gold blend bags in it. And what does, so what I can't understand with tea I'm, is there's a buzz you get off coffee. Oh, but it's not a good buzz. Excuse me? It's too str- too strong. Like I can have Who one coffee a day and if I have a second one, gone. You can. You, my heart is... You waltz into my fucking house and make yeah. statements like that. You just said yeah. coffee is is bad. I didn't, I said... This oh. is the man that had an espresso machine in the boot of the car. He's whenever, he, he's he, never further than a foot away from a coffee machine at any time. How many coffees has he had today since you've seen him? How many? I had a... I've Not many, maybe three or four doubles. Oh, do you not feel any effects of that? Does your heart race or... Like, I have two yes, coffees called, in the day. It's called my personality. <laughs> no, but I have two coffees. If I have two coffees in the day, my heart's gone. But you have, you have a sensitive heart anyway. Yes, but I'm just I'm saying. I'm all stone. But you have no effects of it. No, no, no my curiosity is... That tea to I, me is I at certain tea. times, Tommy. If I have that cup at eleven o'clock, is a beauty. But the but it cup, change the it. cup at the cup at eight o'clock in the evening is a magnificent cup. Yeah, it's it a beauty. The day is over. I think it's an agricultural thing. The hard work is done. The labouring is done. I'm out the back with eight o four, four ton and a shovel, and I come in then, and there's a smell of cement off me trousers, oh. and I know I should have a shower, but I couldn't give a fuck. You're a man. I'll fucking <laughs> lie in on the couch. And I'll have me cup of tea <laughs> and I'll switch on fucking rugby or fucking rugby league and then we'll watch a bit the of The darts from Warrington. <laughs> PDC and oh, I love tea at certain things but I, I think I'm gone a bit mad on it. I think but I, how, what, what do you take in your tea? I just take half a spoon of sugar and a drop of milk. But what's the, there's no hit off tea. Tommy, tea is spiritual tea. No, there's there no, isn't. Tea is life, Tommy. There's tea, no hit off it. Tea is see, that moment of and it makes you piss. complete community. Yeah. I'm a, it's a community it's a spiritual there's no buzz off it Hector. there is there is. what's the buzz off the tea? buzz is me it's what's, a social it's thing. a social thing you're but he's talking about he's ha- he has it on his own no yeah, my young lad you, has it but you feel like if you have a cup of tea it, you feel Irish yes yes you do yeah. you feel as if it's us yeah. and you sit down and, and you know your that you're having that cup but you know every other household but in Ireland the day is, over. is having one exactly. how many times are you pissing them with the drinking the gallons of tea it doesn't matter you're supposed to piss isn't that part of life like you're supposed to go to the toilet exactly what do you yeah, do when you have every, coffee not every nine double espressos before lunch time here what? you get the shites then because you have so Would much you know, coffee no you, no, you don't but just, you, there's a tremendous emptying that happens at some stage during the day <laughs> are you regular Tom are you regular Tommy on the coffee I'd be more than regular I'd be fucking explosive sure drinking coffee non-stop so I'm I'm, I'm always I'm, I'm always travelling light <laughs> many would what, would you have five double espressos in one day sure he's already had five and it's not 11 o'clock in the morning I would I would have uh, not about maybe five or six during the day and do you feel like um, what's the last time of the day you'd have it I would have one after the dinner I'd have a just to a, get another a, kick a single after the dinner just to speed up my metabolism so and then what happens do you not feel like you don't need to go to sleep then I do have little snooze and after Oh, that then time. what he does is he has a tremendous glass of whiskey, glass and, then of whiskey <laughs> and then it, it counteracts it. I told you I'm going from one ups buzz and downs. one buzz to the fucking next. I'm, Tommy, I'm, you often said to me when I, what was I like on coffee back in the day? You get you're a bit too hyper when you get coffee. Yeah. You're just a bit too you're you're well lit and you're very hard to Is it you want to be in control and uh, <laughs> You won't throw a breath. This was you back won't. in the iRadio days. I know what he's on about. He yeah. used to have for, a coffee. Only in the one morning. latte for you, Hector. I just don't get tea. I just don't. I don't. Uh, do you drink it at all? I do sometimes, but it's it's kind of like uh, why why drink tea when there's coffee? 
Really? Not yeah. tea is... It's like non-alcoholic The Vikings, the Romans, they were all drinking have. tea. They were drinking tea at the but pyramids 17,000 years Hector, ago. Hector, he doesn't get that Irish feeling that we get from the tea. Listen, I was in Sudan there last year, sitting outside the Black Pyramids of the Nuban Emperor, Emperors from the fucking 4th BC, and they were fucking drinking tea, drinking red tea in Sudan. And when you sit in the streets of Khartoum on the banks of the River Nile, and a lad turns around and he goes, Shalom, I you want the tea? And you drink... Red, man, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Red tea, red tea with four or five spoons of sugar and Ooh. the arms around all these Arab brothers of mine drinking tea. I knew tea is special. Tea is a special gift that has been brought to the world. Special. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What television shows do you remember watching as a kid? And the ones I remember, I remember watching The Two Ronnies. I remember watching Porridge. I remember watching Rise and Damp. I remember watching Dick Emery. And Dick would be dressing up as a vicar with the big false teeth. I remember watching Kenny Everett. Yeah, and he never with the beard class. gone. All done in the best possible taste. <laughs> so we were kind of fed on English sitcoms. Yeah. Uh, Little and Porridge. Large. Little, Little and Large. Little and Large on a Saturday night. Cannonball. Oh, summer. Oh, oh, summer. summer. With the braces. And I remember uh, Mike Yarwood. Jasper Carrot. And I remember as a young Jesus. fellow watching stuff like Only Fools and Horses. And I remember being able to identify when a joke was being set up. And I remember being able to spot the setup line and wondering could I come up with a better punchline before they delivered their punchline. Mm. And whatever punchline I came up with was never as good mm. as the one that they had. But I remember that moment. I remember, do you remember Sunday, Saturday afternoons with Dickie Davis watching the wrestling yeah. from a fucking World abandoned abattoir in, in Hull. <laughs> Mick Mans and the fucking the giant haystacks and Ken, Ken, Nag- Davis. Ken Nagasaki. <laughs> he was a welder from what was the one? Hull with what the was, what, what, what was the one? Blankety blank. Blankety blank. Terry Wogan with the little sort yeah. of microphone. Amazing. And also, what was your man's name? The big match. What was your man's name? Hector's doing faces on the radio. <laughs> what was your man who had Push that? Push guy. 
Les Dawson. Les Dawson. Oh, yeah. Les Dawson did blankety Do you know blank. that the fella that was one of the writers for Spitting Image now lives in Foxford? I met him a few times. But Spitting Image is and still on the go. So, yeah, but this Spitting was the original image. one with and the two Ronnies were they he he wrote he wow. wrote for them as well. And he was like it's I sat down with them and had a pint in Guyrie's pub in, in Foxford one, one afternoon with them. And it was just the stories wow. were brilliant. Like we had Freddie Star. Freddie Starr. Freddie Starr to me was one of the Legendary. funniest. Legendary. But you remember the big match with Brian Moore on a Sunday afternoon <laughs> and we couldn't figure out how he could show a 90 minute match in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but my one of my memories of being a young fella as a kid was so the, cor- the corner is colonised by the television and beside that we had this thing called a poof. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for your feet. No, it was supposed to be for your feet. It was yeah, a poof. It was a poof. Yeah, yeah, right? Very yeah. posh if you had a poof. So yeah. there was the television and then there was the poof, which yeah. we use as an extra chair. Chair, because yeah. You know, for the smallest then, one. I then, used to have to sit in it. And then there was a fire and then there was mum's chair, dad's chair <laughs> and the couch, which nobody ever sat on. But anyway, I remember as a young fella, you know, be watching telly and getting the horn. Right. <laughs> and Jesus nobody Christ. ever talked to me about the horn in my house. My father never said... Uh, You'll get it. Yeah, Mickey goes hard. Uh, my mother never said, I'm, I'm glad to see you, Tom. It shows you're growing up. I was just having this horn. You'd have the involuntary little sneaky horn for no reason. But I'd be watching Daisy Duke in her denim shorts. Oh, or, Lord <laughs> Almighty. Or, or Bar- uh, Barbara Windsor in, in uh, <laughs> Carry On Up the Kibosh. <laughs> Sydney James. <laughs> so I'd be sitting there on the poof, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> And mum and dad would be behind me and I'd have the horn, right? And I wouldn't know what was happening to my body or why I got it and I'd be there just... I'd be be pulling at it and I'd be... (laughs) But you'd have to, Lorita, because it'd either go back to the left or it'd rip back to the right. It wouldn't be uncomfortable. (laughs) What would happen? (laughs) You have to push it back down again. Push the thing back. (laughs) In his pennies boxer shorts. I was always thinking like, like, there's no harm in pulling at myself, right? Because (laughs) they they can't see you. No, no, because they have no idea what's going on in my body. (laughs) So I oh, you weren't pulling at yourself. Please, Tommy, no. I was just with the hand and I was stroking just, it. I was just pulling it and ratting it and going, they have no fucking clue what a horn is or that I get the horn. Or, I'm the no, only one that I'm the it. only one in the world who ever had a hard Mickey. What the fuck is happening to me? Because <laughs> sometimes you see your, your willy changes shape so much during the day. What would happen to it? Would you really could kind of just burrow its way in between some of your new beautiful pubic hair? I didn't know where you were going to say right, that. It, it, it could just burrow its way in and be all snug and, and have dormant. a little dormant, 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 just, dormant just have happy. a little, little scarf around itself, a nice little wool coat, and go yeah. to sleep. Ooh. And then Daisy Duke would come on Dallas or Duke's a hazard, and, <laughs> he'd pop out. and he'd wake up, but he'd rip the fucking pubes off you as. <laughs> You'd be pulling acres of fucking hair off yourself. Uh, full extension. It's just no control over us. I might need to have to fix it and put your hand down your pants. My parents will be looking at me. You have no fucking clue. No, you see. I got a, ha- a hard Mickey. You have no idea what that's like. <laughs> you see, the boxer shorts, you see, it wasn't a tight pair of jocks then. There was a sort of no. a, a, a boxer jaw. You had more. They were split. like football Your shorts. Your Willie was in complete control of that oh, area. Okay. Could go anywhere I wanted. It's like a dog off a lead. What sort of. <laughs> I, I used to watch the Waltons. I used to watch. I used to watch. Uh, what else do we like in our house? The fucking. Do you remember when Mary. Minder! 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 The swing. I could be so good for you. Love you like you want me to. 
Boss, all right, lads. What's about what's about Emmerdale or uh, our own one we had here, um, Glenroe? Mm, Glenroe. Yeah, there was a bit of Glenroe in my house on a Sunday night. Glenroe was the big thing you on a Sunday once night. What about Miley and he out playing away? Himself and Fidel mouth the hay. What about the baby sisters comes over next minute? They're out romping in the barn. Within in the bales of straw. Hey. And Bla- who, what was the name of the traveller in uh, Glenroe? Blackie McDonald. Oh, Blackie Connors. Blackie, Blackie Connors. Connors. Blackie Connors. Blackie Connors. And I used to watch Twin Pigs. Did you ever watch that? That was a bit dark. That's new school. That's your song. Yeah, but sure I not No, but from Dallas, there was a nice transition to Falcon Crest. Oh, Oh, yeah. The show was Crystal Carrington. I thought she was gorgeous. Dynasty! Oh, Lord, it was a. Oh, Lord, we used to love Dynasty. It was a horn fest on the poof. Dynasty, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, you must have had the horn every five minutes. We had a television in the sitting room that we only put on for Christmas. Christmas and it was it was bet into it. How what? Did you have I, one in the kitchen as well? Yeah, we had a small one oh, in the you kitchen. See you were but the, in the good room when we had velvet curtains, but this television was cut into the tiles around the television. So the oh tiles we had, they were massive. we had these, the yeah, we had these brick tiles, the fire, and then we had the bricks around the fucking TV. Okay, it was a bush television with them? three buttons. Bush, bush. <laughs> And the back of it, it took about nine people in to lift it. Oh yeah, they used to be I'd say heavy. when TR called, I'd say he was shown into, he the, front was into room. the front room. Velvet curtains. Oh yeah. Uh, and it was uh, a TR brickwork cut. fireplace. And then there was another special area cut into the brickwood for the 15 encyclopedias. Child, oh, we Childcraft. Child, Childcraft. My mother had every encyclopedia, every version of it, with, with the navy ones, with the maroon and, if you and had cream. Childcraft, ones. you were posh. Childcraft. No, what's that? Childcraft books were A to Z of the human body, geography maps. Of oh, the they world. were the children's encyclopedias. Yeah, childcraft. No, we didn't we had them. we had a few big ones encyclopedias no. that people bought. Just I told you before, did I? About we had the encyclopedias, and my cousin used to come out all the time. And he went to America, and he, yeah. jo- he joined the army. Yeah, and he used to be always looking up the A. The encyclopedias were always in the good room. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nobody, oh yeah. Nobody's ever touched them. No, no one ever opened them. But they're just there. They're just there. And they have everything you and, need and, to know. And can I just say, we call it a poof still, Tommy. A we poof, have a yeah. poof. poof. Everyone's fucking spogs go above on it. The poof. Give me that poof there for me feet. I don't even I know if you can buy them a anymore. Poofet, a poof. I was talking to my younger brother. My younger brother Brian is nine years the the better farce. side of you. Yeah, the better side of me. And I was talking about the poof one day and he went, What? Me snot chair. Oh no. Yeah, he used to sit there just pulling goofers out of his nose and hiding them on the poof and people be sitting into them. Oh what we must <laughs> what we must revisit. Me snot chair. What we, what well there was a snot chair and there was another chair. You were using it for another purpose. What yeah. we must revisit is the fucking morning horn as a thirteen year old. Lord almighty. And then your jocks would be caked with spunk oh, every morning. <laughs> Your know, jocks would be caked like a fucking flatboard. Before you go to school at and all. And you're trying to hide it from your mother. And back in the day, you only had two pairs of jocks and your mother would have one in the wash and one on you. And you're after spunking oh, up so- the wet dream running out of you from six in the morning and, 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 and leaking, leaking. Tommy. I, I used to get such a tremendous horn. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's a fucking 13-year-old uh, horn. Every like, day. It was that. Viagra wouldn't it come ph- near it. It was phenomenal. First thing in the morning. I'd, it, my, the horn was that big I had to give it a fucking separate breakfast <laughs> you had to give it a bowl of water I mean, I didn't know, I, I'd go down and I'd have a bowl of cornflakes for myself <laughs> and, and I'd have I had to get something for the horn <laughs> and 
the, 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 horn, the horn there with the mouth wide open. Feed me, feed me. <laughs> and I have to drop bits of porridge into it. I used to love, <laughs> oh. I used to love then about, oh, you'd be, you be, you be in geography, say about 11 o'clock, right in first year, and you'd be in at the, the radiator, and you'd have one arm on the radiator, and it'd be Miss Malai doing it. And all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, then you get another fucking great horn on you mid-morning and at 11 sound, o'clock. The, the sound of pubes being pulled off your skin oh, like Velcro. Oh, Lord, I know. <laughs> Just it just go like that, like a like a giraffe, oh, yeah, like a giraffe from going up yeah, from sleep, and the next yeah. maybe halfway up the inside your jumper, oh, yeah. and he'd be over at your cola cubes in your pocket, oh, and you're nudging him back. Get back down, get back down. He'd be over pushing him, pushing him, yeah. pushing him back down. He'd be over go down, the cola cubes. go down, go down. But there's an extension. It'd be five oh, or what six, would you do? Seven or eight inches. Put going your into hands your in your pockets and well, push yeah. it down. Ah, it's your look for, for 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 swimming lessons. All you need is get the horn and line the flat of your bag and float forever. The teenage, you didn't even need to break through your the, t- I was so afraid that my mother would, if I had a wet dream, my mother would catch me jocks. I used to fling them out the window, then I'd hop out the window and wash them in the cold oh. morning and then hang them on the line and then bring them back in the bedroom and put them back on again before she knew. <laughs> my mother used to come into the bedroom with a knife. <laughs> I don't like that you have one of them. She's come in the morning, in the morning with a fucking knife and says, do you have a horn? <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say, I'd say, Ma'am, why you got the knife in? She said, I'm after cutting your father's cock off. Because <laughs> he's driven me demented with a horn. Oh, I'll have no horns in this house. I said, no, mammy, mammy, no, mammy, no, mammy, no horn. Yeah, she had a collection of cocks in the mantle. <laughs> she cut it off. And, and Lorena, this was 30 years before Wayne Joe Bobber. Oh, yeah. Thanks a million for listening to the podcast, wherever you are. Uh, both home and abroad. We really appreciate you downloading and subscribing and listening to the THL podcast. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.